Welcome to episode number two of Strong and Courageous. And I want to thank you guys for tuning back in. And I I want to take a minute to thank everybody who listened to that first episode, the introduction of the Strong and Courageous podcast. And thank everybody who reached out and commented and said that they were encouraged and were looking forward to it. Uh, I just, I, I sincerely and genuinely thank you guys for that. And it was encouraging to me, and uh, I look forward to uh, continuing to uh, to put out some stuff and and see what you guys think. So, uh, so again, just I just want to encourage you guys to to comment and share it with other people and uh, subscribe to it so that you can stay up to date on on when episodes drop. So, if you are listening to this for the first time and uh, you may be curious or uh, wondering what the content of the podcast is going to be. I would encourage you to go back and listen to that one. I'm not going to spend a great deal of time talking about that because we did all that uh, in the first episode. Uh, so I would point you to that. Go listen to that, and you can hear kind of my heart behind uh, why I'm doing this and and what the majority of the content is going to be discussed on here. So that will lead us into what we're going to talk about today. And so today I'm really excited about today because honestly, this, uh, this subject and this topic has been something that even, even going back to whenever I was working through on preparing to get this podcast up and going to run. And this has just always been something that for me, uh, honestly, personally, it's just, uh, I think it's a really cool story. I think it's a cool testament uh to see god god working in your life particularly in my life on uh just how he sovereignly and providentially provided for me and kind of where i'm at in my life because if if you knew me uh growing up in east tennessee in my high school days graduating high school man you would not think i'd be where i'm at today and that is not saying that I have somehow arrived in any stage of life, but just uh, an immature kid really had no direction or, you know, on what I was going to do with my life. Uh, and honestly, it was because I didn't really truly come to faith in Jesus until right after I graduated high school. But uh, what we're going to talk about is God's providence and firefighting. That's right. God's providence and firefighting so kind of my journey of how i became uh, involved and kind of how that that journey came about and how i began my career and how i began working as a full-time uh, firefighter because just to throw this out there man where i grew up yeah it, it, it was just funny because where i grew up it, like they were all volunteer fire departments. So you, if you wanted to be a firefighter, you were a volunteer. Like the idea of working and being paid to be a firefighter just was just kind of this foreign idea or foreign concept. Like I, I didn't have any, any, any concept of that. And so once I moved to where, where my family and I live now, which where and where I live at now, I consider this the the city like big city, 
and people who live around here don't consider it a big city, but I do because when you come from somewhere that's got less than a thousand people in your hometown, this is a big city. <laughs> you know, like if me and my family want to go and eat a steak at Longhorn, I can get in my truck and I can drive and be at Longhorn in like 10 minutes. Not where I grew up. Where I grew up, if you wanted to go somewhere, you had to drive like an hour. Or if I want to go to Chili's and get me a hamburger right now, I can do that. Or if I want to go to Starbucks and get me a coffee, I can. So <laughs> anyways, I'm kind of getting a little bit off subject here. But any, but so uh, we're going to talk about God's providence. And so we're, first, I'm just going to kind of lay out uh, kind of a, a good working framework for you know what is uh what what is god's providence what is what does the bible have to say about it and then i'm going to kind of just transition and move that into uh, talking about uh how i how i fully and firmly believe that uh that god providentially providentially uh brought me into the career and job field that i'm at so that's what we're going to do. So what we're going to do is I'm going to be reading from Wayne Grudem's Systematic Theology. He has a chapter, a whole chapter that's completely devoted to God's providence. And it is in chapter 16 of his book, Systematic Theology. And I really, really like this book. It's a it's a really good resource to study. Um, it's it's very easy to read and understand. He writes in such a way that you don't have to have a that gum master's degree in like Greek or Hebrew, or you don't have to be a PhD student to understand it. Um, it's it's very easy to read. It's very easy to understand for an uneducated man like myself who can pick it up and read, make sense of it, and and be strengthened and encouraged in your faith and know some of these core doctrines of what the Bible teaches and talks about. So that's what I'm going to be reading from. We be reading from Grudem's Systematic Theology. Uh, so we're just going to jump right on into it. And this is what, this is what Grudem says uh, in, in his chapter. So he says, once we understand that God is the all-powerful creator, which we do, and he talks about that in the previous chapter that that God created everything in the world. So there 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 wasn't a big bang. Uh, we haven't evolved um, into who we are. No, we understand and believe that what God says in Genesis when God began to create. So we believe that He is the all powerful Creator. It seems reasonable to conclude that he also preserves and governs everything in the universe as well. So God, he creates, but he also governs and he carries out everything else that goes on in the world. And so Grudem says, though the term providence is not found in scripture, it has been traditionally used to summarize God's ongoing relationship to his creation. So we're, so you don't, necessarily see the word providence in the scripture uh, but there is there is this clear uh, teaching and and flow of all the way through the old testament we, we see just how god works through certain people how he works through certain countries and and some 
some Christians and, and even some who are not Christians. So God is sovereignly and providentially working through people uh, and, and people who may not even know it, people who may not even believe and trust in him, but God is orchestrating all things in the world. He was doing it then. He was doing it now. And and so that that's that's what we see all through the Bible is that God, he is actively involved in in creation and in how things things in the world uh the things in the world that go on. Grudem um he talks about going on, he says the biblical doctrine does not teach that events in creation are determined by chance or randomness, nor are they determined by impersonal fate or determinism, but by God, who is the personal yet infinitely powerful creator and Lord. Again, we don't, uh, as Christians, we don't believe that things uh, in, in the world or in our lives just happen by chance or just happen by luck. We know we firmly believe and hold to a view that all things are are being sovereignly done and providentially orchestrated by God. Everything in our lives, everything in the world, um, and, and that's what we believe. Uh, the other day, saw something on, uh, I guess it was on the Discovery Channel, and they were talking about. You know, they were talking about the Big Bang and all this. And I'm just, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm kind of watching it because I was, uh, I was actually, I was at work. And so some of the guys that I, that I worked with were, were watching it and, and were kind of intrigued and interested. But I was sitting there watching it and I, I'm just like, it seems like, it seems like, man, this guy take more faith to believe that all these planets and, everything were just whirling around in the up in the atmosphere and then they just collided and then now we've got what we got you know it's, it's it seems but it's like people are always looking for some to to explain away everything so like to say that there was there was nothing on the earth and god hovered over the earth and just began creating things out of nothing uh, like it's like people have a hard time believing that because they feel like they like there had to be something here to act on something else there had to be something you know that was here to be created but it's like it takes more faith to believe that other than just the fact that no I be we believe that god created everything like he spoke and things began to form and he spoke and things began to exist uh, and, and so we don't believe, you know, we don't believe in, in chance or luck or, you know, we believe that there is a personal God who is involved in the creation and who is actively working all things. Uh, Grudem talks about, he talks about kind of some three points, uh, kind of under the general category of providence. He talks about preservation concurrence and government so the first thing that he talks about is preservation and he says god keeps all created things existing and maintaining the properties with which he created them 
in Hebrews 1, 3 tells us that Christ is upholding the universe by his, power, by his word of power. Uh, the Greek word that is translated up, upholding uh, means to carry or bear. Uh, it's commonly used in the New Testament for carrying something from one place to another, such as bringing a paralyzed man on a bed to Jesus, or bringing wine to the steward of the feast in John 2.8, or bringing a cloak and books to Paul in 2 Timothy 4.13. Grudem goes on to say, it does not mean simply sustained, but has the sense of active, purposeful control over the thing being carried from one place to another. So it's this idea that, yeah, God created the world, and he created all things, and he doesn't only sustain those things, but he is involved carrying them on from one place to another he is actively and continuing to move the world as we know along and he is the one who is controlling it and governing it and and seeing it through um paul also would say in colossians 1 17 he says of christ that in him all things hold together uh, we see in uh, we see later on in Nehemiah it says, "You are the Lord, you alone. You have made heaven, the heaven of heavens, with all their host, the earth and all that is on it, the seas and all that is in them. And you preserved all of them, and the host of heaven worships you." And Peter also says that the heavens and the earth that now exist are being kept until the day of judgment. So God. He is he is sovereignly orchestrating and working all things in the world to exist and to maintain in the in the way that he created them. Um, that's that's that he didn't just create the thing, he didn't just create plants or animals or trees or anything and, and then a, a basically abandon them. No, he he continues to maintain those those creatures and creations to function and act in such a way that he created them to to act the second thing concurrence uh god uh let's see god cooperates with created things in every action directing their distinctive properties to cause them to act as they do uh, in ephesians 1:11, paul says that god accomplishes all things according to the counsel of his will the word that translate accomplishes indicates that God works or brings about all things according to his own will. No event in creation falls outside of his providence. So we can know that there, there is nothing outside uh, that has happened or that ever will happen that is outside of God's control or outside of his will. Uh, nothing is going to take God by surprise. Because he is God, he is the sovereign, he is working out all things. And although things may be a surprise for us, because we we don't know all things and we we can't see the future and we, we don't have the power and the authority to uh, to do as God does. Uh but but we know and we trust that God is accomplishing everything that goes on according to his will. 
and that we can trust that and we can believe that uh, that all things for those who are in Christ Jesus that all things uh, work for our good as Paul would tell the Romans all things work together for our good uh, the next thing that that Grudem talks about is let's see uh, let's see let me flip to it so he talks about government and so he says the third aspect of god's providence indicates that god has a purpose in all that he does in the world and he providentially governs or directs all things in order that they accomplish his purposes we read in the psalms his kingdom rules over all he does according to his will in the host of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can stay his hand or say to him, what are you doing? And Paul affirms that from him and through him and to him are all things, and that God has put all things in subjection under his feet. God is the one who accomplishes all things according to the counsel of his will, so that ultimately at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord the glory of God the Father. It is because Paul knows that God is sovereign over all and works his purposes in every event that happens that he can declare that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. So we see again uh, that kingdoms and governments and rulers and presidents are all governed by god and they are providentially set by god and so uh so god is not he is not surprised on who is the next president or he's not surprised who the next ruler or king is going to be because god has set all these things in place before the foundation of the world and and that's what we believe and and so we see just some just some short little areas uh just briefly in scripture that god is sovereignly working and orchestrating all things in the world to bring about his purposes but god is also involved in the minor individual everyday life of everybody everywhere at all times and so we see the the power of god and how he can he is the the ruler and reigner sustainer the one who carries the world along as it goes but he is also actively involved in your life and he's also actively involved in my life and so uh so i like i do like to talk about this and tell this story because uh because again i i did not grow up uh thinking man i want to grow up and be a firefighter one day like that's my dream that's my ambition and and like i work with guys who who had that and i work with guys who had that dream and like that that was their goal that's what they wanted to do um but like i said i where i grew up like we didn't we didn't have that we didn't have full-time paid paid guys you know it was like man these guys are blue-collar guys they work in uh, 40 hours a week and then if they go home at night you know and they work for the volunteer fire department something happens something goes down in the middle of the night they're getting up and going you know so and so that's kind of the context and that's where i lived at uh so 
and even just just uh the fact of uh, of the the girl that i married where we met at the you know everything like that is from my perspective and seeing it man it's just so clear to see the work of god the providential hand of god providing for me uh in in ways that it's like there is just no way to make this up there's no way to uh that you can explain it any other way other than that god is sovereign he works all things he's not surprised by my job he's not surprised by who i married he's not surprised by my kids he's not surprised by who i am as a person like he's just not he's not surprised i'm not going to take him by surprise he may take me by surprise but god will never uh, be taken back by oh that's who you married or that's where you are no like that's not that's not how it works anyway kind of rambling on that so what i'm going to do i'm going to talk briefly about how i came into uh working with the fire department that i currently work at so it was uh my wife and i got married in 2015 uh when we got married she was finishing up her last year of of school so we moved uh uh, so we moved here and I was just working a part-time job. We didn't really have any idea what we were going to do uh, as far as, you know, we were like, well, you get done with school. We, you know, we're young. We can do whatever we want. We could move where we want. We could stay here or we could just kind of essentially go where we wanted. Um, kind of towards the end of her uh, well, right before she went to winter break. So we had kind of began thinking that, well, we may just end up staying here. You know, the big one, actually the biggest reason that we wanted to stay where we're at is because of our church. We love the church that we were part of. Very, uh, very biblically sound. Uh, and, and we just really love the community, really love the, the church. So anyways, we decided, well, it looks like we may, you know, we may stay here. We may hang around. And so at that time, I thought, well, man, I really need to get a full-time job because the place that I was working part-time, like I could get 40 hours a week during the summertime and during the fall time. But then during the winter time, man, I'd get like five hours a week, 10 hours a week. And I'm like, well, that's just not going to cut it if we're going to stay here. You know, I got to find something that's going to be consistent. I got to find something that's going to provide. And so, so I began looking. I began looking. Uh, I applied for several, uh, several different jobs. Uh, the church that we went to had several guys who worked within the fire department that I currently work at. And it was right around Christmas time. Uh, there were a lot of college students, a lot of college students in the church that we attended, and uh, a lot of the college students had gone, they had gone home, and there was this, uh, there was this guy, and he actually is recently retired. He, he no longer works, he no longer works with us, but he, he came up to me one Sunday, and uh, and he said. Uh, he asked me what I did and I told him I just worked a part-time job and he said well, what do you think about coming to the fire department and I thought uh, and, and first off let me back up the Friday night before this Sunday encounter 
my wife and I were coming back home from from eating somewhere and where we lived at at that time we drove right past one of the downtown fire stations and my wife had said something you know to the effect of well what do you think about being a fireman and I was like ah I don't know you know uh I don't really want to be running into a burning building <laughs> you know like I might die I might burn up in that uh so and so I never really gave any thought well that very next Sunday was when this encounter happened when this guy asked me about applying to work for the fire department and so i was like man that is so i was like that is crazy because me and my wife were just talking about it and so anyways uh i end up going through and filling out the application going through pretty intense hiring process was which was about four to six months i guess uh from the initial uh first step all the way to when you are sitting in and beginning uh beginning your your 12 weeks of, of recruit school it was pretty long pretty intense uh time but uh ultimately i got the job and went through went through the training and got out into the field and started working on the trucks and man just really fell in love with the job um you know one of the things that i that i tell people a lot you know is that i just i enjoy the I enjoy the unpredictability, you know, like I enjoy the fact that there are no two days that are going to be the same. Every time you show up, something else is going to be different. You know, there's something and I like I enjoy the fact of of being uh, being and working around, uh, you know, several other guys. I grew up playing sports. I grew up playing team sports all my life. And so. I've always had this concept of of team related activities, team related uh, you know jobs, and so this and this job is is certainly one that functions and works as a team. You know, one person doesn't do their job right, there's going to be consequences. People are going to suffer, and people are going to feel that. So, so everybody has a job. Everybody has an important role to play. And I enjoy that about that. I enjoy I enjoy the process. I enjoy the the training aspect. I enjoy uh, the fact that every day you can be you can you need to be better than you were the day before. Uh, there's there's this constant progressive shift in, in everything that we do that things change uh, all the time. So there's always this need to be ready for the next the next thing and always constantly training to better yourself. Uh, to be the to be the the employee and 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 the the the, the person that the citizens that you serve um, expect and so anyways that's kind of a short rundown on how I came to work and into my career and so I would just encourage you man wherever wherever you are in life whoever's listening to this. Uh, whether you are uh, you are a white collar person, a blue collar person, you work in a factory, you're self-employed, whatever it is that you do, man, trust and believe that God has providentially placed you where you're meant to be, and that He has sovereignly worked out all details in your life up until this point, and be and, and that He will continue to do that. And again just remember that god isn't surprised by 
where you work at or who you are or where you live at or anything like that god he he is the one who is sovereignly placing you in those positions and so let's work and and seek to strive to to proclaim the gospel in those areas in our in our workplaces in our families in our communities where we live at and uh, and trust in that and believe in that and so anyways there that is the first kind of big topic episode on god's providence and so let us know what you think and shoot us any topic ideas that you may want to hear or or talk about and just again just appreciate your appreciate everybody's support and commenting on uh on the podcast and so anyways hope you guys have a good rest of the day uh hope everybody had a great easter and celebrating the resurrection of jesus um that was that was fun we had a fun weekend fun weekend with church and family and so um yeah anyways look forward to hearing from you guys and i will catch you guys next time have a good day